Hello, this is a disclaimer before this episode. I've had numerous people in person and on the internet tell me I should let Randy talk more in the podcast. I understand that, but we're going to do a special podcast. I'm going to explain to each and every one of you interneters why I do most of the talking. So with that being said, hi, this week's topic is the original Star Trek. Are you out of your mind? Okay. Well, let's get to it. I have nothing. Oh my God. Hi, this is Talking Sci-Fi. I'm just Randy and this is a mine. Is it mine? Meme? Mine? Oh my God, this is going to be disastrous. Okay, so we're going to talk about the original Star Trek. It came out around 1936, I believe, and I, I, have, I don't know anything about the original Star Trek. This is crazy. Okay, all right, so I have been watching a few of the, few of the episodes, and I guess the cage is uh, the first one. And what really confused me about that, Sean, is the actors changed. And I have no clue why, and it makes no sense. And I feel like they pulled one over my eyes. I have no clue what to say. This is disastrous. Can we talk about Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> uh, let me see here. I have no clue what to say. You put me on the spot. You're going to have to get rid of the tape. Really? I have no clue. I hope this has proven a point to you naysayers. When we film these episodes, they're off the cuff. Randy is the sidekick. I am the talker. So... Are you all right? I'm fine. Did I you just, take your Valium before the show? I did. Okay. <laughs> so, but here's the deal. I, I give you time to prepare sometimes, but we always pick subjects that Randy is kind of a little bit knowledgeable right? on. Like, yeah. what do you mention all the time? The the one with the bit invisible girl, the dude, where's my car? Oh my and God. I'm always talking about Star Trek, so I just shut up about it. And whatever, well, Back to the Future, some vampire movie I've never heard of or something. So this is what I'm trying to prove to you people out there. I am the host. She, He is the co-host. That's right. It's, not, it's the way we got it set up. So MC Spidey, you know who I'm talking about. And other people that have said something to me in person or whatever, this is why I, Randy doesn't do all the talking. Absolutely. It's not that he's not knowledgeable. He's very intelligent. He puts this podcast on. So, hope you guys had a nice little uh, entertaining tutorial, tutorial, tutorial on This is Talking Sci-Fi with Sean and just Randy. <laughs> all right, so, original Star Trek. Let's talk about it. You I know a lot about that. Do you? Then why didn't you just talk about it just a minute ago? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I don't know anything See, about most it. of the time, Randy is just laughing during the podcast, which is great because it's perfect. It's Ed McMahon and oh, Johnny God. Carson all over again. It is. All right, The Cage was filmed twice. Okay. Because when the first original series came out, it was black and white. Right. They added color to it. They called it the cage. It was about the true captain of the Starship Enterprise. 
Captain Christopher Pike. Mm. Okay, and that was Jeff, played by Jeffrey Hunter. Real quick, do you think he is upset that he didn't carry on that role? Um, yes. So he's passed away now, but the reason why he gave up the role of uh, Captain Pike is because his wife told him, Jeffrey, you're not going to go anywhere with this Star Trek nonsense. So he oh, said, you're God. right. So he went to doing westerns is what he originally right. came from. That's where Gene Roddenberry found him yeah. from. So thank you... Uh, Mrs. Hunter, for uh, ruining a man's career. We really appreciate being behind your husband that much. Great. So, the search went on to find right. Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. And the producers and Gene Roddenberry and everybody went looking for all types of actors. Um, they talked to, not just for Captain Kirk, they looked to uh, uh, Jack Lord from uh, Hawaii Five O fame, Bookham Dano, that guy, oh, okay. to become right. Captain Kirk. They went and even approached, listen to this, um, Clint Eastwood to be Mr. Spock. Really? Oh, yeah. Turn it down immediately. A lot of people don't know that. But anyway. Would you have liked that? No. No. I was, no. I was like, first, no, that's not, that wouldn't work. Almost all the actors, other than Shatner and, of course, uh, Jeffrey Hunter, which was Captain Pike, had roles in other television shows. And uh, uh, other uh, other uh, like westerns, right? Uh, uh, the guy that plays Bones, which is uh, um, um, darn it, what's his his name? DeForest Kelly. He was a big western star. Yeah, they found him. Um, Spock had been in a lot, or a, 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 a Leonard Nimoy had been in a lot of episodes of different things as well. And that's where they put all these people together, you know. So. To make this big, diverse right. original cast. So they decided that they filmed the cage. They did the whole episode. Um, they showed it to the producers at CBS, the people that are trying to get you to pay for Star Trek now yeah, that's with right. Discovery and Picard um, did this. Just I want to make this very clear. I'm not a big fan of CBS. Um, the CBS um, officials, the big wigs, they're, I got my big star and my, my monocle. They didn't think America was smart enough to, to get... The Cage episode, because mm. it was too, uh, um, God, what was the word they used? Too mind-wrapping, or they, they didn't think that America was smart enough to understand uh, The Cage, which was the first Star right. Trek. So they trashed the pilot. Didn't even sh- I don't even think they even showed it on television. Oh, okay. So they went back, and they come up with the new captain, uh, which is James Tiberius Kirk, played by, of course, William Shatner. And the very first episode of... Star Trek that premiered on CBS back in 1966, late 66, it was almost 67, it was September, was an episode called The Man Trap, and we talked Mm -hmm. about it on the vampire episode where the salt-sucking vampire comes up and attacks the crew and all that. So that was the first episode, which was actually the third episode in of Star Trek they filmed. They finally got to... um, where No Man Has Gone Before, which is actually should have been the first premiere, but of course, again, they thought people wouldn't get it. So they right. wanted to hook them because there's gun shooting and, 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 and fighting and all this stuff right. in the man trap, okay? And people like Randy nowadays like that action and stuff. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance, watch that episode. Um, <clears throat> so they decided they didn't want to get rid of all this footage of the cage. So they made an episode... I think it was like four or five in, if I'm not mistaken. I made a two-part episode called The Menagerie. Mm-hmm. Cage, 
menagerie. Right. It's all stuff like that. So they did a big flashback thing to the cage with Jeffrey Hunter, and they like Spock kind of. I don't want to give away anything. Everybody's seen it. Spock goes and wants the to get Captain Pike, who has been injured in a really bad radiation accident, and he's bound to a wheelchair. Right. He's in a wheelchair. He's all burnt up. And he has that little dot, and it goes. He can only answer yes or no with it. So, right. are you okay, Captain Pike? Boop. And that would be it. And it goes. Oh, okay. And and one beep for yes, two beeps for no. So if I he would, it goes. Do you have to go to the bathroom, Captain Pike? Boop. Poop. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. All right. So that's what they did. So Spock gets him, mutinies against the entire crew of the Enterprise, steals the, sh- the Enterprise, goes to Talos 4. 4. And if you watch Discovery Season 2, they revisit this a little bit. They screw it up completely, but it, it you get the idea. They actually start the beginning of the uh, episode with the Thelosians, which is what the Talos right. 4 people are called, with a thing where they flash back to... The menagerie, right? So, because they're trying so hard to connect this disco or STD, as I like to call it, Star Trek Discovery, right. to original Star Trek, which has nothing. There's some similarities now. Season two is a little bit better than one, and I mean by little, I mean this big. So anyway, menagerie. It turns out to be a two-part episode. They find out that Spunk is um, not mutiny. He was trying to help Captain Pike, and because on the the Thelosians, which are these guys here, big brain, you know, <laughs> got an itch in your ear. So they can control people's minds because the way that they live is through other people's fantasies. It's like their stories. So if Thelosian had Randy, and Randy is rebuilding his car, his Mustang, which he has an awesome Mustang, 67? Six. 66? Yeah. Timing with Star Trek. Yeah. So they'd come up and they'd come and they'd get in your mind and re- and actually be like in a hologram in your mind of you building your car and right. your enjoyment makes them happy. So that's right. the Thelosians well, for you. Let me say something real quick. Sure. So I went back and I watched the original Cage. Okay. Do Trekkies hate that episode because I really enjoyed it. No, Trekkies like it. I mean, oh, okay. it, had, it, had, it had its... Uh, uh, ups and downs, and that's why they did the menagerie because they want right. to not throw that footage. It was all money saving thing. Right. All right. So Kurt, he kind of went through the same situation with what'd you call them? Thelosians. Thelosians. Okay. No, he had nothing to do with them. So Spock had all to do with them. All right. So what is the episode where the I thought it was James T. Kirk and. The girl looks beautiful in his mind. No, that was that was the that was the cage. Oh, that's the original. Yes, that's, you're the, talking about Vena. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the, okay. in, in Captain Pike's mind, that's right. He, they're making Vena, who turns out to be an Orion slave girl, and all right. the da- green girl yeah. dancing. Well, it turns out that on this planet of Talos Four, the ship had crashed, and there was only one survivor, and it was the daughter of one of the scientists, and she got so. Messed up. And they didn't know how to put her together. They'd never seen a human being before, right. so, so they had she, to put her back. So they made her all... But in Pike's mind and Kirk's mind, yeah. she was this beautiful lady. Right. Because that's what they were projecting, because they were trying to live vicariously so, through Pike. Th- so that was Pike that was on the horse farm having Correct. a picnic with her. Yes, that was okay. Captain Pike. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. 
Did you like the cage? Oh, I loved it. They had the because they were having all different species locked up like a zoo, yes. a menagerie, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you will, and or he, a cage, if you and will. And he brought in some of the girls from the, the Enterprise. Ship. Yep, his first officer, number one, played by Major Barrett, was brought trying down, trying to make him like fall have, in love and have sex. Yes, because they yeah. wanted to reproduce. They wanted to use them as farm animals, so they right. reproduce, yes. but you know, so they could live vicariously through their children. Right, and he get that monster stuck the hand through the wall, and yeah. he was able to get the gun from him. Yep, and that Love wasn't that a monster; episode. it was a Thelosian trying to trick him. You know, yeah. you know. And she decided to stay because, in her mind, she was beautiful. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then Pike okay. and them leave on the Enterprise. Then years later, Pike has this accident. It burns him and makes him deform, puts him in the wheelchair. So the Thelosians let Spock know, "Hey, bring him to us." And we'll take care of him and live out the rest of his life in a fantasy Fancy world. world. Okay. And it, it'll help their species and everything else. Now, the Thelosians' minds are so powerful, they can reach hundreds of millions of miles. Oh. Yeah. So, Starfleet rendered um, Talos IV, uh, you can't approach it or go near it. It's uh, got a, a ban on it because right. they don't want people to get sucked in with Same these guys. Right. When <laughs> In all actuality, when you watch the Thelosian episode on Star Trek Discovery Season 2... They're not portrayed as bad guys. Okay. Because they're not bad guys. It's just the way that their species right. co- uh, works and all that. Do you so, know what one of my favorite scenes from the cage is? What? Is when they've using all that firepower trying to bust the door yes. down in the cage, and the cage door is stays in their the mind, same. Stays the same. But sound. really, they've ripped the top of the mountain right. off, yeah. you know, and yeah, they're, that's pretty there they good. are. Yeah. It's a great episode, and I'm sorry that it didn't get as much fanfare as all the rest of them do. Now, you watched uh, another couple episodes of original Star Trek. I think you watched Doomsday Machine, didn't you? Uh, the one with the, the big giant cylinder thing that flies around and shoots a laser. It looks like the cornucopia from uh, Thanksgiving. You told yeah, me you were watching yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and they had the, the captain on the other ship. Um, yes. He's like, they beam down. He's like the last guy on the ship. And the ship's all ripped to pieces. The saucer section's cut in half and all this. And uh, he's like... Uh, I beamed all the crew down when it attacked to the third planet. And Kirk goes, there is no third planet. And he goes, oh don't God. you think I know that? Oh, that's Lori's favorite. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> don't you think I know that? And it drove him crazy. He became obsessed with destroying the Doomsday Machine, which is yeah. a planet killer. Right. It was designed to fight uh, an alien species that was more powerful than the species that created the Doomsday right. Machine. And if you read the Star Trek novels, which I say there's a next generation novel called... Uh, Gosh, the name leaves it for me. It's one of my favorite authors. Peter David wrote it, and it's all about this race that invented the, these tube things in that episode to fight the Borg from yeah. Next Generation. Right, okay. So you got it's a great book to read, but yes. One, one of the other episodes that I really liked is uh, they bring in this kid. I can't remember if it was from another starship, and they bring in this kid, and he does mind games. Charlie X. Yes, that was mm-hmm. that was a very good. He episode. passed away not too long ago. The actor, the name leaves me, of course. Well, he but seemed the, young in the episode. Yeah, too. well, he was. Well, that yeah. was six. He was probably in his late teens. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but Charlie X was a. They did not know this at the time, but a species from another kind of dimension, kind mm. of a situation. Oh, okay. So, um, which had no love, no friendship, no emotions, or whatsoever. Right. Just plain so. Charlie X, they made him a human, uh, a humanoid, so right. that he could come and explore what it was like. And it went crazy because, of course, he had Q like or mm-hmm. Lopan like powers. Right. I wish I would have brought Lopan down so we know, yeah. know who we're talking about. 
there's this uh, Q uh, doll that I have. You can't see it's off camera, and uh, Randy Simple Mind thinks it's low pan from Big Trouble, Trouble in Little, little Town. Yeah, I don't mean Little Mind because he doesn't get Star Trek very much, <laughs> and I don't mean that he's very intelligent. I cut Randy down a lot, but well, it's okay. Hey, so I watched the episode of Q in the court. Yeah. And you got it now. Yes, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool how they manipulated for him to give a test. Right. And they go down to the planet. Right. And, yeah, that was yep. pretty good. Well, Charlie X had kind of powers like Q. He right. could change things, and he turned someone into a lizard, and he took some girl's mouth away, and mm -hmm. he crippled somebody, made a lady, uh, made a her a real old or something, and he just went completely crazy. It's like if a teenager had... Mind control powers, the ability to change things, that was what that episode, and it right. was horribly wrong. So. Right, because he didn't like taking, like not necessarily taking orders, but just like a teenager, right. an adult gives an opinion or uh, advice, they don't want it. Right. And he would like Fight lose, against his, him. Yeah, lose his mind over And he it. wouldn't attack Kirk, because he feared Kirk, yep. which fear turned into respected kind of a situation. So... This episode goes on and on, and he puts the Enterprise flying out of the galaxy and all this, and he finds out, well, I want you to take me to Starbase blankety-blank because there's hundreds of thousands of people there, and I can fuck with them, you know? Yeah. So they trick him into stopping, and then the adults of his species come at the end and take him away. Right. I want to stay, 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 stay. Remember it echoed right. like that? Yes. I love it. There's nothing. I love all Is the that original. the one where the planet was sucking them in? No, that, that, was not? that was an earlier episode called The uh, Naked uh, Time. Oh, okay. I like that one. It too. made their mind go crazy. Yeah. And we talked about this on another episode, and it yeah. gave them symptoms of being drunk. Yeah. And it was because the planet was shrinking because it was disintegrating. Mm -hmm. and, and the doctor worked the entire episode trying to figure out, figure what, out was what was going on. Yeah. yeah, that was another good. There's a lot. There's some stinkers of original Star Trek episodes. People hate on an episode called Spock's Brain. Okay. And it's a third season. They only did three seasons. There was only 79 episodes of the original Star Trek okay. ever. Spock's brain, uh, alien species, steals Spock's brain yeah. and leaves him an empty shell with no brain. He can still walk and all that stuff. But they took his brain and used it as their power plant because um, it had the mind ability to control like uh, uh, the oxygen and, and right. power and all that stuff. So that okay. was another great episode. Everybody makes fun of that episode, but it's really awesome. Yeah. Well, one thing that I have noticed what what Trekkies like about it is not the action, really. No. There, there's a lot of thinking on how they get out of these situations. And, you know, I'm an excellent person, but when I watch these, I'm like, okay, this is not what I would typically, if I sat down and watched one episode, I probably would not carry on. Right. Okay. But now talking to you and actually getting into it, I think I'm five or six episodes in and I really find it interesting, even right. though to me, the graphics are cheesy, but they we are. are talking about the sixties too. When they're on the planets and stuff, God, it looks so fake. You know, the yeah. rocks and the... They all look the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Well, you know, there's an episode, and I talk about it, I got the Gorn, the lizard guy that Kirk mm -hmm. fights. It's called Arena. And they film it outside of Los Angeles in a desert called Red Rock. And they have that one big rock that looks like it's pointed. Yeah. You know? And it's in almost every science fiction movie. They use that because it's still within Los Angeles's county's area, so they don't have to pay 
they stick will pay the same taxes and right. stuff to film because if they went out it would cost them more. Right. That's why a lot of science fiction plays yeah. a, um, you can see it in Galaxy Clip Quest, you can see it in a lot of other movies. Right. So And that's a good fight between <clears throat> Right. The Gorn and Yes. Now, they screwed the Gorn up, but we'll get into that. We'll go yeah. into that now. Let's shift let's change gears or back up and warp speed. You've watched what, season one of Star Trek Discovery. I have, yeah. And you know that set almost 50 to 100 years before what your uh, menagerie and your cage and all that, right? It is, but you, you seem to always bring up you don't like the way they filmed the Star Wars, but yet they're starting to do it now. Right. Star Trek. They're going back backwards. To, yes. They've been yeah. going backwards with Star Trek for a long time. Right. But my thing is, is that are you are you okay? Because you haven't watched all the original episodes from the yeah. 60s, 70s. Um, the technology, like you just mentioned, it's corny and the planets right. look silly. But now they go and you back up 75 years, maybe uh, 50. I don't know what the timeline is to Star Trek Discovery. And they got all this flashy shit and holograms and all this. And when the planets look started, awesome. Right. Yeah. When I first started watching it, I liked it because I felt like it was new and clean. But now that I'm going back and watching the older ones and then finding out that this show came before then, I think they screwed up. They had a they had a good chance. They should have went forward instead of backwards. Right. Well, or they should have made it look like the original the Star original, Trek. The original, mm-hmm. you know, like yep. you said, extension cords hanging down in the back of yeah, some of the Christmas the lights, lights lighting up right, stuff. Right. Right. I just I feel like maybe they could have helped some of the Trekkies uh, embrace this if it looked like. The past. Now, I'm going to bring up something. I don't know if you noticed it. I don't think you've watched second season of Discovery yet. Well, they actually show the interior of the Discovery, which is the spaceship, okay. um, and how the tr- how the uh, turbo lifts work. Mm. And it looks like a roller coaster. It goes up and it rolls down and does this and right. blah, blah, blah. Well, in the original Star Trek, all it is is like, shh, they'd walk in and grab that little thing oh, and they yeah. go, and they never showed it. And it yeah. just showed the little light, and then it moved this yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Well, in Discovery, it shows how, how this works. And Lori saw that, and she was like, oh, my God, they're showing us how the, the uh, um, turbo lifts work. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not how a turbo <laughs> Turbo lifts an elevator, <laughs> not a fucking roller coaster ride. It's like Willy Wonka's elevator yeah. in there, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, they're seeing, you know... People are going to hate me when I say this. <laughs> there are a little bit I like about Discovery. I like the hat tips to the original series. They leave cannon. They throw that cannon, which is the way that it's things are supposed to be made and right. look, into the freaking garbage can. Yeah. So, But I like it. I like season two a little bit better than season one. But, you know, you go into the original Star Trek, you're talking about they didn't have very much budget for it. Yeah. There, you could see plywood panels in the background. I mean, when they did, when they brought the HD version and they modified a lot of the look, because they've done that. If you watch the very original that actually aired on television, yeah. it's not as cool. Because when they come up with a ship like, Mr. Sulu, I want you to focus in on that ship that's coming in. And it'd just be this little dot right. coming up now. <laughs> and the remastered versions, they actually show it, it's a Klingon ship or right. another spaceship or something. Yeah. Technology. They've... Added it on to the original Star Trek, which right. I have friends that hate on that, but I think it's great. You know, yeah, the, the ships are not completely designed and everything, but it's just beautiful. I wa- I started watching an episode last night on uh, MeTV, which is uh, uh, um, comes on uh, on uh, I think it's eight two, or if you don't have uh, cable, 
uh, on antenna TV, and they show a Star Trek episode at, mm-hmm. at around 10 o'clock on Saturday night. And I sit there and I watch the beginning of it because we had just yesterday we celebrated our anniversary, yeah. and we came back kind of late, and we were I was laying in bed watching it, and I made it through as much as I could of it. Um, was it because you were tired, or because it was you because I was it. tired, and I've only seen the episode like eighty something times, oh. you know? But, <laughs> I got you. But I just I was just even there as I was going to sleep and show the the Enterprise, and um, it was uh, I'm trying to think it was. Uh, um, I can't think of the name of the episode, but it's the one where they talk about the Constitution of the United States, and they go to this mm. planet, and the Starship Exeter is in orbit, and they beam Kirk and the crew beam on, and the crew is all crystallized, and it's yeah. just their costumes left, yeah. and they beam down on the planet and find out that it's <clears throat> the Yangs and the Calms, which is mm-hmm. the communist and the Yankees, right. which is the you know like we had uh, the American Revolution kind of a thing, and they had a whole yeah. tribute to the constitution at the end and everything it was really great but i loved it because i remember watching that episode for the first time years ago when it was on television before they remastered like you can actually see the stains and their their uniforms they drink coffee offset or whatever (laughs) and spill it on yeah it it fine tunes it really good you know but Uh, uh, real quick to go back to discovery yes okay so one of the things that i noticed between the two that was because you know discovery i liked when i first saw it Mm -hmm. okay so when in the old original Star Trek and they do the beam me up, there is a dramatic time lapse in how long it takes for it to beam. Right. Where I feel like in Discovery it's Yes, it's and that's another... And if it's 75 years prior to that, that's one of those things that they missed on. They have not perfected transporter technology even in the original Star right. Trek yeah, with Captain Kirk. But now yes. in Discovery it's like, whoo! flashy and there's all this and there's all these other issues that are being thrown in that you know i'm okay with the the doctor and the 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 engineer guy being same sex relationship i'm good with that i don't hate on that i just don't like it uh, it seems like they really focus a lot on it i don't like it like that it had its own episode at I want to say too, where the almost the entire episode was about yes. that, where they're like trying to force feed it to you. And I get it; it's it their character development. It happens with all of them. Like the next generation, every other episode was a wharf episode, or every other other episode was Data trying to be human. You know, and and yeah. I get that. You yeah. know, but it's just things like that. They, the original Star Trek with Kirk and crew did not really focus on those hard right. issues. They focused on alien issues, and that's the way that they would bring real-life issues into right. Star Trek. Like, they went to the planet with the guys that were black on one side and white on the other, and they were wondering why the last two survivors right. of this planet was fighting to the death. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he goes, don't you... And the, and the guy uh, um, who was played by... Uh, uh, Gorshin, Frank Gorshin, which was the riddle in the original Star Trek. Okay. There's a lot of old stars in yeah. Star Trek. He's like, but Captain, don't you see? Loki is black on the right side. I'm white on the right side. So they did a whole race right. thing, yeah, like, of course. you know, trying to yeah. say, but they didn't do it like on the ship where, you know, because Star Trek, Starfleet's supposed to be so sophisticated, they've gotten rid of race, prejudice, things like that, blah, blah, blah. Because, right. you know, that's the way it happened. So yeah. that's the way they would bring things into the original Star Trek. Discovery, hell, let's go talk to our gay uh, doctor and his gay lover and blah, blah. I'm like, no, you know, because that ain't the way how Star Trek works. And don't hate on me. I'm not, I'm okay with it. And when you watch season two of Discovery, there's a big deal about it. Is it? Oh, oh my yeah. Because you know the doctor got killed by, was it Tacovma? 
Takavma. Yeah. The guy that's the yep. human. He's a big part in uh, Star right. Trek Discovery. So. Isn't there also to, something to do with, uh, golly, it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, two of the guys on the ship are trying to have a baby, and they're the messed up faces, or am I thinking of something you're else? You're thinking of something else. That don't sound familiar. They're like... There was uh, no two same sex. One of them doesn't... They're a creature. Like they're not a human. Oh. I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar. One of the guys that are brown with the big ears, one of them works there and the other lives. Ferengis. That's yeah, Deep that, Space Nine. Oh, that's Deep Space Nine? Yeah, okay, so I different. saw a couple, a couple episodes. But they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're intergalactic pimps. They're all about women and stuff. So. Right, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, there was something else I was going to bring up about Discovery. Oh, how, how do you feel Roddenberry would feel about them having orgies in Discovery? Wait a minute. Do you hear that? Every time a Star Trek Discovery episode plays, Gene Roddenberry rolls over in his grave. <laughs> That's what that noise you hear in the distance. That thunder, it's not. It's Gene, the great bird of the galaxy, Roddenberry, rolling over in his grave. Fans like Discovery or not, or any of the other Star Treks, right. they have a lot of problem. When Gene Roddenberry passed away... New people took over and said, well, we're going to do it this way. But Gene Roddenberry had a set vision for the way Star Trek was right. supposed to be. It's supposed to be a utopian society. No renegades. There's no um, um, supervillains. There's no, you know, well, I don't want to say supervillains. There's villains, but there's no renegade, um, turncoat, um, Starfleet officers. Everybody gets along. Everybody makes the same pay grade. Everybody, it sound it's... It's socialistic sounding, but right. I've been doing a lot of studying on that, and it's beyond socialism. So when you say so. renegade, are you referring to, like, say the Ab- Abrams movies. Okay. Kurt is, seems like a renegade. Yes. Is that what you're referring to? No, no, no. I'm talking about straight up uh, people changing sides and wanting to overthrow the captain. And oh, I got mut- you. Mutiny kind of stuff. I got you. Okay. Um, deep, you mentioned Deep Space Nine, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Maquis. They're all renegade. Starfleet mm-hmm. officers that didn't believe in what Starfleet stood for, so they okay. went and made their own thing. Yes. It's called the Maquis. Right. And it was all about uh, them not liking a race called the Cardassian. So okay. they stepped away from Starfleet because we don't agree with that and we're going to do our own thing. Right. Gene Roddenberry would not, he did not want that in his galaxy. I got you. Or his okay. universe. So, But uh, Gene Roddenberry was a genius. Um, he's created this. You know, he used to write a lot of westerns. I did not know have that. gun. Will travel and uh, Paladin. I had uh, no clue. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't even know any of those shows. Do no, you? they're I all don't. black and white westerns. Yeah, they're from the old days, you know. But uh, I want to get back on the Discovery thing. I'm not hating on what yeah. goes on there. It's just they're coming at it in a different way than original Star Trek would come right. back on it, you know. So um, even with J.J. Abrams when he did the uh, Three new Star Trek movies, which mm-hmm. I call the Abominations, right. with uh, Chris Pine and all them. Yeah. In one of the movies, they tried to say that Mr. Sulu was had a uh, husband, right? And George Takei, who is homosexual in real life, I'm good with that. He um, just uh, said, "No, no, Mr. Sulu is straight. He has a daughter, Demora, and all that. You know." So we have a visitor. Hello, how are you? Let me pick her up real quick. Y'all have met my dog Kitty before. Say hello, Kitty. Hello, Kitty. I know. And 
I love you. She just wanted to say hello and be part of the podcast because she had a lot of fun with it. She has her <laughs> Superman sweater on today. So I'm going to hand her off to uh, Lori, who's going to come in. Happy anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary. Um, so that's he got pissed about them trying to change the character because right. it's not canon. Mr. Right. Sulu in the original Star Trek and the movies was mm-hmm. obviously right. a heterosexual. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if they made him gay or not. It's just stick with what... With, with, yes, you I know. got you. Wait, okay, real quick. So, so Discovery... Oh, God, I don't remember what I was going to go with oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's all right. Uh, one thing I was going to say is that uh, let's take... I haven't... I've seen one episode and... You haven't seen any of it, uh, Picard. Okay. Okay, real quick, though. Right. I'm not going to no spoilers because it is fresh out. Uh, but here's what I, I'm seeing. I love the Abrams movies because it's full of action. Because I grew up Star Wars. Yeah. I like action. Okay, now, after that. going back, listening to you, and then starting the original, I now understand why Trekkies don't like it. Right. And I Because it's different. It is. Mm-hmm. And I, they're not going to like Picard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm going to love it. I've heard the theme song opening sucks. It's like playing his flute, which is cool. That's what that is. You know that is little flute he gets. Did they go into that at all? No, no. All right. Was there a scene? You know what? They might have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where he's walking into Starfleet Command, and there's all these holographic versions of the Enterprise and other Mm -hmm. ships, and the Discovery is one of them, and then it molds into the Next Generation D-Class Enterprise. Right. Okay. That's what's got a lot of my hardcore Trekkie friends pissed off, because... You talking about in the intro? Yes. No, I don't know if it's the intro or not. I haven't seen it. See, you're throwing these numbers up, D-Class. I wouldn't know. Captain Picard's ship. Galaxy class. Okay. The mm-hmm. ships are different. You know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Let me but, just talk to the screen. This yeah, is why yeah I, there you go. This is another <laughs> example why I don't have tape on my freaking mouth right now. Okay? <laughs> All right? Yeah, I don't know the difference between the ships. So, and that's fine. Not everybody's perfect. I'm getting there, though. I know you yeah. are. I'm proud yeah. of you. So, there's a scene where Picard walks in and there's a holographic um, a ship up near the ceiling that looks like the Starship Discovery. Then all of a sudden it morphs. No, this is the original Starship. This is the original Captain Kirk. This is what the Enterprise is supposed to look like. Okay. But as it's been blown up or destroyed over the years, they built better classes of it. Instead of going backwards and making technology more in the past, they actually do the real thing and make technology better in the future. Okay. So he looks up and there's the discovery, and then all of a sudden it morphs into Captain Picard's Enterprise, which is the Enterprise D. So, a lot of my Trekkie friends are mad because they're saying, oh, they're trying to connect Star Trek Discovery to Picard. Okay. Like it's in that timeline, which is effed up. So, you know. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? It does. It does. Okay. Oh, they're trying to make Discovery? They're trying to say that Star Trek Picard, which is supposed to be based on Next Generation, is actually based on... Instead of the original Star Trek, it's going to Discovery, which is not original Star Trek. Oh, I got you. Because of all yeah. the new updated technology, and remember we were just yeah. talking about that, you know. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of laser gun fights and explosions, and you like that, and I like that, yeah. and I, the storyline to me is fantastic. But I see all kind of negative stuff on it. So. I understand why they're making Discovery and 
the J.J. Abrams movies more like action-packed and stuff because they're trying to recapture younger Star Trek oh, fans. Yeah. yeah. Us older guys, we're not going to be there, even though we have most of the money to buy the merchandise. That's right. <laughs> and to get the all-access cable, these younger people don't have that. And their mommies and daddies aren't going to give them that because, you know, we live in another society now. Well, wait, they would probably give it to them. But that's why you don't see Star Trek conventions anymore because Star Trek and Star Trek fans have told me this, don't have the draw. That's why Star Wars and the Avengers are getting shot up because, you know, no one wants to see a big fat captain in a captain's chair chasing some other old guy that was on Fantasy Island around a nebula all movie long. Right. Or some younger fat guy doesn't want to watch a long <laughs> intro as Captain Kirk and um, Chief Engineer Scott are flying in a shuttle pod for 20 minutes with music playing. Yeah, right. See, then that's why, because yeah. we get it. Yeah. I come in here and I just play uh, um, the first Star Trek movie. Star Trek the motion, motion picture, picture because yeah. I love the music theme in it. Yeah. And you know that's all that it is. Dude, that, that it's it's a good movie. No I'm, it's not. It's terrible, but it, it's Well, it's what, what I was going to say is that that music scene I can't stand mm-hmm. in the the lighting when they're going through the tunnel. Yeah. It's just so nauseating. It me. wasn't a tunnel, it was a giant cloud, but I understand okay. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his name was Viger. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but based on Voyager Six. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They got so. fell into a black hole, and oh. some alien race found it, made it a giant space right. monster, pretty yeah. much. So. But the Klingon <laughs> ships coming through and disappearing is a dramatic part of that movie, and I yes. like that movie. Well, you love the beginning of it when the Klingon ships are coming right, out and they're yeah. fighting with the cloud. Yeah, that's what I'm talking they're about. They're shooting yeah. the weird weapons yeah. at them, and I get it. It, it, it. it attaches to your psyche in your mental situation, right. you know. But when you when you want to compare Star Trek, all of them. From the original series, Enterprise, Discovery, um, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, which we haven't even touched on. Right. When you go from original series with Captain Kirk, not the movies, the television series. Right. The way that it was supposed to be is Kirk's story with a five-year mission, 1960s, was the first, the basis. Next Generation was 200 years later, 100 years later maybe. 100 years later. Things, technology has grown. The ships are bigger. Mm-hmm. Things are different. The uniforms right. have changed. The mission's gotten bigger. Um, the, the ships are bigger. So that storyline runs. So when that was over, well, before it was over, they came up with a spinoff series called Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Next Generation was still going on. They actually blended the two together and it was in the same timeline same ships some of the people from uh next generation showed up right and there was story arcs back to the next generation right. well not back because it was in the same timeline then next generation was over deep space nine carried it for a couple years then voyager came in as another spinoff okay Directly from that timeline, same characters, same uniforms, different ships, different mission. Right. Okay. Then they go. Well, Voyager was the last in that series. That's that 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 the the storyline right. series. It's like your Star Wars thing. Okay. Yeah. So you have how they all arc, and you said just like uh, 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 Rise of Skywalker. Right. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Or the last. Jedi, what was the, What was the last movie called? Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. 
they tied all the old storylines together, but it was right. still the same timeline, right. even the crappy first three. Okay, yes. so Star Trek was doing the same thing, but then they went ahead and said, well, let's go back and do a show called Enterprise about the captain of the Enterprise before Captain Pike. Different ship, don't have it out here, looks totally different. And they did three, four seasons of that. Right. Then when the show started failing early in third season, they started trying to reach out and bring in alien species like the Andorians and the Romulans and right. Tribbles and things like that. And, and they talked about how the Klingons, how in the original series right. they looked more Hispanic with no bumpy heads, and right. then now they have these this ridges and stuff, and mm-hmm. changed the whole attitude. So they were starting to reach out because they got desperate, and then they came up with Discovery, which is bef- uh, um, bef- a-, a little after Enterprise. It was like the next one in the row, right. and they actually mentioned the captain, which was Archer of that Enterprise in X01 in Discovery right. a couple of times. But that's what I'm saying. Don't go backwards. Okay. When you go backwards... Things get messed up, Stick right. with the way things looked. Yeah. You know? I don't want to see a turbo lift that looks like he's a damn roller coaster ride. I just want to see the guys riding up holding the little peg one. Was the turbo lift in the Abrams? Is yes. Is that the tubes that... The door goes... Shh. No, that was not the tube. Oh, okay. There. No, all that right. was the, that was that was a brewer they used for the engine room. But that's oh, a whole okay. other story. Okay, we're almost out of time. We are. Too, so. Real quick, my wife loved. She grew up watching Next Generation. Okay. Okay. So we were watching Picard together. Even though she is diehard Next Generation, she's okay with Picard. But it was kind of weird for me to think because she likes action movies with me, and it, when I was like, wow, she even her is a little hesitant to say Picard is good. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's a big Next Generation fan. But let me, I got a question to ask you. He He's on a, a French vineyard. Right. Does that, anything in Next Generation yes. lead to that? Yes. Kind of give me a rundown Yes, on his that. family owned wine vineyards. His brother, um, his older brother, decided that he wanted to stay and run the family uh, grape orchard or vineyard. Right. Because that's what the Picard family had done no. for hundreds of okay. years. So Picard says, no, my calling is to go out into space and explore right. stuff. So his brother was pissed off at him because he didn't stick with the family business. So they do revisit that uh, in a couple episodes. Okay. And his brother, his older brother, ends up getting killed. And his and Picard's uh, nephew ends up getting killed. He was a little kid. Because Picard doesn't right. have children. So it kind of brought the whole thing together because you know a captain of a starship they don't the only woman they're married to is the ship they're on right exactly yes all right but one of those the kid i don't remember which episode which season or series it was but one of them finds out he has a kid and he brings him on is that next generation where he he finds out that he was in love with a woman and then he decided to go no that was uh wrath of khan Captain Kirk finds out that he has a son. Well, he knew he had a son, but he had had nothing to do with him. So he runs into him. Oh, that's right. Okay, that was the movie. See, it's getting. It's into a lot this. of confusing things. Oh, I watched Next Generation with a wife. I watched Discovery when I get a chance, and now I'm watching Picard. And every once in a while, I go back and see some of the originals. So when it's all said and done, it's all going to be just clammed together. Well, I don't mean to put a religious <laughs> spin on this, but you know how some people. Or religious, yeah. the Bible. People yeah. read the Bible from page to page. Okay. Yeah. And some people just read different 
right. books out of the Bible. Yeah. So you've just read a couple books out of the Bible, right. so you're not really pasting the whole storyline right. together. Well, I have know? a serious question. Okay. Because I like Picard, does that make me a Trekkie? No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> God, I wish I could remember what the guy called Star Trek Picard. There's a podcast, and I'm sure you watched it. He's a guy that wears a mask, and he's, yeah. he trashes just about everything. But he has some good things. I can't think of it, but he was, he came up with a great name for Star Trek Picard. Oh, he did? He's already yeah. got a good name for it? Yeah. Oh, man, I need to know it so I can label myself with it. Wish I wish I could think of it. But anyway, we're out of time. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for uh, with our little experiment. Our episode ran a little long today, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, you're probably not going to see this until after Sci-Fi Bartow. No, you might see it. Oh, you yeah. might see it? Yeah, yeah. Well, come to Sci-Fi Bartow. It's February yeah. the 15th in downtown Bartow from 11 a.m. till 10 p.m. We have added so much things 10 to Sci-Fi. 10 p.m.? I'm sorry, 6 p.m. Oh, okay. 11 a.m. to 6, 6 p.m. Check out our Facebook page. It's S-Y-F-Y Bartow on Facebook. And I, I've been putting things on there daily. We have over 150 science fiction vendors this year. We're out of space. We're outer space. Outer space. Randy's car show has got cars we've never shown before that yeah, are coming. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we have more food trucks coming this year. There are more activities going on, a great children's tent area where you can make magic wands. Our theme is myths and magic, but you don't have to dress up as, as wizards or witches or anything. You could be coming your Starfleet or your steampunk or whatever. This convention is open for everyone and we'll be showing you a commercial probably at the end of this episode as well too yeah, absolutely. but anyway check it out thanks for joining us today i'm going to go ahead and uh, put my tape back on my mouth and let randy uh, finish this episode i'm i'm a sci-fi mm-hmm. this is sci-fi sean i'm just randy you just watched talking sci-fi's star trek's edition of <laughs> Talking sci-fi. <laughs> See ya.